Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is scheduled for all. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for listening and tuning in to Unbroken Tenacity. So last episode, we started talking about how I want to become friends with you guys and get to know you guys a little bit more. I started to talk about like how different friends are made, interactions we had, just different people we meet in our life that are significant in our life, no matter how short of a time that we've known them. Piggybacking off of that topic, I want to jump into something new. Today, I want to talk about opportunities. Now, you might be wondering, what are opportunities or what am I specifically hinting at with opportunities? Now, these circumstances can be anything, honestly. So most people know that I'm actually from Los Angeles instead of uh, Turlock, California, where I come to school. I've had a lot of people ask me, why did I come all the way down to Turlock? I was in like the best place ever. You know, there's a lot of housing. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of more opportunities out there, if you will. Now, I'm not saying that I didn't like living with my parents, but eventually I grew up to the point where I was just like, I think it's time for me to move on and pursue my education. Now, some of the places that I applied to, UCLA, I applied to Irvine, Riverside, Northridge, Dominguez Hills, Cal State LA, and Fullerton as well. Out of all those schools, I got accepted by Dominguez Hills, Stanislaus, and Cal State LA. My main intention was to actually go to UCLA because I graduated with a 4.0. I was excited because I had so much confidence that I was going to get into UCLA. And once I got that, I was going to stay in LA, but just to attend UCLA itself. When I found out that I got rejected, it was probably one of the first schools I got rejected to. It was very, uh, very sad, but I had to pick either Dominguez Hills or Cal State LA. This is when it hit me and I was just like, damn, bro, I low-key don't even want to stay in LA no more it's too expensive so much traffic it's it's a hassle so the eye-opener for me was uh CSU Stanislaus now not a lot of people know where that is I didn't even know where it was uh honestly not even my high school knew where it was my best friend at the time had told me about it because of his sister his sister previously graduated from Stanislaus with a degree in criminal justice Ever since I was in seventh grade, I knew I always wanted to be a forensic. So I always thought it was kind of cool that I was going to be able to learn how, who, what, when, where, why everything happened in a crime scene. It's always been so interesting to me. Stanislaus was actually one of the first schools that reached out to me and said, congratulations, uh, you got admitted. And they sent me a shirt, sent me a little flag, and then all the paperwork just to continue with it. For those of you wondering, the distance from LA all the way to Turlock, California is about five to six hours. The only reason we know this was because we always went to Fresno to visit my aunt a lot, and that's like four-ish hours, depending on the traffic and stuff, and what day we go on, of course. This was my first given opportunity that I was like, hey, I'm finally going to be out of the house. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to get things rolling my way. The crazy thing is that I was moving out here no job, no car, no money, just full sending it and just going to college. I had to keep in mind that I literally was starting fresh from like nothing, just no friends, no family. The clo- Like I said, the closest family to me is Fresno, so that's like an hour away. But like on top of that, I wasn't close to any of my family members, I wasn't close to any of my friends, like I had to start fresh. I took this opportunity because It allowed me to learn how to be independent and all that good stuff. Learning how life works as an adult, honestly. Now, was it the right move? I am not too sure, but I'm pretty satisfied where I'm at right now. 
living on my own has definitely helped me understand a lot of things, especially when it comes to opportunities. Things in life are never going to be handed to you. And if they are, you know, congratulations. I'm proud of you. But for some of us, we're just struggling and stuff like that. And we have to find out the hard way, which is so sad. So now that I'm settled in and stuff like that during my freshman year of college, I was in awe because I was like, damn, I got to pay for school. Got to pay for like my housing, my food, my personal items and all that good stuff. It was stressful because I couldn't find a job for quite a while. And honestly, I was being very picky of what type of job I wanted because I was like, I don't want any job. I don't want fast food. I don't want this. I don't want that. Honestly, I didn't even know what type of job I wanted. Eventually, I came to settling for uh, working at Burger King. Uh, My roommate, William, was working there at the time, and he helped me get a job there. He once told me that he's like, hey, bro, you just got to stop being picky. You know, a job's a job. At one point, you're going to need the money. And if not, you're just going to be spending money that you don't have. And he was absolutely right. I was pretty much doing nothing with my life and just not even working, just going to school and stuff like that. But I didn't have money to do anything. I couldn't hang out with my friends. Couldn't go out as often. I was tired of people paying for me and stuff like that. Because it's not that it's embarrassing, but sometimes it's just like, damn, I actually have somebody else paying for me. And I'm like, what in my 20s only worked at burger king for about like four or five months definitely uh for my first job it was pretty good um not gonna hate on it i personally never liked burger king so i didn't really care what went on there and stuff like that whatever happened at burger king happened at burger king all i ate was chicken fries that's all i cared about so now that i had a job at the time i was just like damn cool you know i'm able to go out with my friends but you know i also have to like manage my money wisely because honestly money management for me freshman year was very terrible i for sure didn't want to stay at burger king for that long um but you know it helped me out during that time i wanted to start looking into things that i actually liked for a lot of people know i like doing art i don't do it as much as i used to but it's still something i like to like touch up on every now and then And as mentioned before, I'm very into, like, criminal justice and forensics and stuff like that. So there was a club that was offered the criminal justice club and stuff like that. I thought about joining it, but also, I don't know. It just never caught my attention to be in a club like that. Not only did I knew criminal justice was something I really liked, I always wanted to write for the newspaper and stuff like that, and I found out that I was able to take a minor in journalism. Adding that minor actually helped out a lot just because uh, with the forensics concentration, I don't get enough units to complete my degree. So I need to take extra classes no matter if it's like an intro. It just needs the extra credits for their, to complete the degree. Journalism offered uh, those extra units that I required in order to graduate soon. When I was thinking journalism, I always thought it was like newspaper because when I was in high school, I was taking a journalism class that evolved about like reporting and like newspaper and stuff like that so i was very interested in it fun fact i used to hate writing and now i love writing and it's funny because eventually i joined newspaper in high school so i took an intro course for journalism that intro course actually allowed us to write for the newspaper on campus when it comes to like writing for the newspaper or like broadcasting and stuff like that there's a lot of things you got to be careful of because there's a lot of rules and regulations that are set in place during these classes, I learned a lot about those rules and regulations, and kind of it was kind of boring, but some of them was kind of interesting just to see how it developed throughout the years. So time goes on. I'm not working at Burger King no more. Don't have a job. Looking for another job. 
applying everywhere, not getting anything, very discouraged. At this point, I'm at the mentality that any job will do at this point. I used to be a coffee addict. So this sparked the thing in me that I always wanted to work at a coffee shop and learn like latte art and stuff like that. You know, something more to my liking. Our campus uh, during that year opened up a new Starbucks, a new student center and stuff like that. So they needed people to work there. I actually got to work there for like about two weeks and then COVID hit and I lost my job. That was my opportunity to work in the coffee shop like I wanted to. You know, it sounded fun. I wanted to make latte art. I had my whole plan set just working at Starbucks because it sounded fun, you know, meeting people and like making coffee. It's best of both worlds. COVID hit, lost my job, like I said, and honestly, it was terrible because nobody knew what the hell was going to happen and there was nothing for any of us. I do blame COVID for a lot of the things that I lost. Not saying that Starbucks was meant for me like the whole time, but like honestly, I was really enjoying working there. During the lockdown, it definitely gave me a lot of time to reflect, a lot of getting to know myself, more focusing on my mental health. I was going through a lot at the time. Uh, family was sick. Uh, recently go- went through a breakup around that time. Everything was just hitting all at once. You know, we're locked inside, can't do nothing, can't go out, freaking out on like, hey, what about food? What about toilet paper and all that good stuff? I gotta say, though, I do appreciate COVID for giving us that big break. Honestly, it just calmed everything down nothing was happening everybody was panicked it was just the world was in one accord for once the sucky thing about it is that a lot of people lost a lot of the things that were precious to them a lot of those opportunities big or small just completely gone erased everything done the sad part about that is that it was hard to bounce back and it it just ended everything there was nothing to do about it and we just had to accept it A lot of people became very precautious of uh, their health, wearing masks, wearing gloves, sanitation, and all that good stuff. During this time, a lot of people went ballistic just because they wanted to get what they needed to protect themselves from this whole COVID thing and everything that was going on. But it compromised a lot of like the young folk and like older folk just because everybody was panicking. And I completely understand that. It was honestly crazy just to see how ballistic the world went trying to get everything. But it also just compromised everybody's health, like the young ones and the older people. It compromised everything. It prevented a lot of opportunities for a lot of people to actually do something about it. A few months go by, they're developing the vaccines and stuff like that. And everybody went into the mode where like, do we get the vaccine? Do we not get the vaccine? It took only like a few months to make. It's not safe. They had a lot of places giving out these vaccines, so it was a first-come, first-served type deal. Then you had the people that were against it, and they didn't want it because... Oh, I completely understand why they didn't want it. But, like, also, like, the chances of you protecting your health or, like, bettering your health was there, was offered, and some people didn't take it. I completely understand why a lot of people didn't want the vaccine. I was very skeptical about it, but our school kind of forced us to get it in order to return to campus and like get everything regulated for classes and stuff. It was a very scary opportunity for a lot of people to be like, do we get the vaccine? Do we not get the vaccine? What do we do? It's something that was in the works. There's three of them that they're trying to like test out and stuff like that. So a lot of people are like, I don't want to be a test rat and all that crap. With those three vaccines, it gave three different opportunities to figure out like this whole pandemic thing 
So time goes on, everybody's adapting, everybody's wearing masks, everybody's six feet apart. A lot of restaurants were like, no eating here, only take out. Uh, a lot of places were only allowing certain people in at a certain time, certain hours, certain amount of people, and all that good stuff. I do want to um, pay respects to the people that lost family members or friends or anybody due to COVID-19 because honestly, that pandemic was just so crazy for all of us. So everybody's panicking because they're like, what are we going to do about a job? You know, the government's over here giving out uh, money because of EDD and stuff like that, which is cool. Not a lot of people qualified for EDD, which some people did, some people didn't. Um, But yeah, it was kind of hard for a lot of people to find jobs and stuff like that. So I went back to the mentality. I was like, honestly, I'll take what I can get at this point. Applied to Panda, to more Starbucks. Uh, Luckily enough, my... My other roommate, Adam, actually hooked me up and helped me get a job at the at Jamba, where I'm working at right now. I had gotten two interviews, one for Panda and one for Jamba. Um, my interview for Panda was in person, and my interview for Jamba was actually through Zoom. My sites were on Panda just because they were paying more. But like I said, you know, I'll take anything at this point. Had my interview for Panda. They asked me for my size for shirts and all that good stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to set up another interview and blah, blah, blah. Get my second interview. They don't call me back. I was like, all right, what was the point of you guys setting all this up, asking me all this information if you're not going to hire me? Have my interview with Jamba. They're like, hey, you can start this week. All right, cool. So Jamba was the place that I was going to be at. Never in my life did I ever think I was going to be working at a Jamba Juice. Very weird because when I was younger, Jamba Juice was, uh, what's it called, a high-end snack for us because my parents never really liked going because it was pretty expensive. Let me tell you, back in the days, smoothies were actually a lot cheaper than they are today. Besides that, started working at Jamba, and honestly, the amount of people that I've met from beginning to where I'm at right now, very blessed, very honored to meet all the people that I've met so far. I had the opportunity to meet a diversity of different people. I definitely had a lot of opportunities to meet a lot of people in school, but I feel like I was a little bit more shy about when it came to school because it's a big campus, a lot of people. So I like being in more of a smaller crowd and stuff like that. So I felt like Jamba was probably going to force me to like branch out a little bit more than that. The person that really made me really comfortable at Jamba was my trainer, Amaya. Shout out to Amaya if you're listening. I kid you not, it was probably the girl version of me that that's why they paired us together. Just because honestly, we just clicked so well. Very talkative, very bubbly. Both of us, you know, we just went hand in hand together for a point in time. We honestly thought that we were like twins or something because like we were both like the same race and everything. And we we just like got along so well. She definitely got me out of my comfort zone. And like I was able to start talking to more people. I was already talkative and stuff like that. But like just more in a professional setting than my personal setting. So I started having more of a steady workflow, started getting more income, started buying more stuff for myself and things like that. When I was younger, uh, my parents didn't really buy me a lot of stuff. It was more like, you get what you need, not what you want. Always had that mentality when I was younger, even growing up to this day, like, oh, I gotta get what I need, not what I want. Now, if I had some money left aside, the then you get your wants which is perfectly fine you know that's pretty much how money works if you have uh, enough money left over you know go spoil yourself i had different ideas of what to do with my money uh my mom used to tell me hey you know 
if you got the money, do it. My dad was the type of person to be like, hey, uh, save your money, go to Walmart, you know, that's the best option for you. But also my aunt, she has gave me the mentality. She's like, well, it's your money. You do what you want. You, you know, pay off everything you need to do, but also put some money on the side so you can spend it for yourself. She's like, if you want to shop at Target, shop at Target. You want to shop at Walmart, shop at Walmart. You want to shop at both? Might as well do both. I adapted and I took a little bit of everything. And honestly, that's how it helped me keep up with my finances and helped me choose between my wants and my needs. So working at Jamba really made me realize like, hey, maybe I can actually go up in the world at least doing something. I really enjoyed it. It's a pretty simple job, pretty simple task. Uh, If anything, it just got hectic because of the guests, not even like the workflow or anything like that. The work is pretty easy. You know, I'm just making smoothies, preparing stuff. It's not as hard as it seems. I feel like the people that come in usually make it a little bit harder, but we won't even discuss that today. So I was very influenced and I was like, I want to make it up in Jamba, right? So next step in order for me to make it up, I wanted to be a trainer or a smoothie influencer, as we call it. Uh, Being a trainer was very exciting just to be able to like teach somebody your knowledge and the way you do things in order to make the workplace run faster. That's honestly how I got to build connections with uh, some of my friends today. I'm pretty sure that's how Amaya felt when she started to train me and stuff like that. And that's how we became friends instead of just coworkers. I probably trained about like five people as a smoothie influencer. Shout out to all my little trainees. I'm very proud of you guys. There was one shift lead at the time that influenced me to actually apply for the shift lead position just because I liked the way he worked. Very chill, very understanding. Honestly, I never had a problem with him. I loved working with him all the time. So they were interviewing for the shift lead positions and I said, hey, I'm going to go for it. Now I noticed during that time I was very excited, but I was very hesitant of what to do because I didn't want to have more of a workload and more school, you know? That was my dad's biggest fear that he's like, I don't want you getting mixed up in work because it's going to affect your school. But I was like, dad, you know, it's... It has to be done because if not, then who's going to pay for my stuff? Because he wasn't going to pay for my stuff all the time. You know, he was paying for his own stuff and he was also paying for a little bit of my stuff. But I was like, Dad, it's not going to be like that always. He was very hesitant when I told him that I wanted to apply for it. And he's like, you know, at the end of the day, he's like, it's your choice. If God wants you to be where you're at, then you do what you feel like you need to do. I've been very influenced of like a lot of the things that my dad said. Sometimes I would go against them and to just to come find out, it's like, hey, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Did I regret becoming a shift lead? Not at all. Definitely not. I actually really enjoy it. It's really chill as a shift lead. I don't really have to, uh, not saying that I don't have to do much. I have more of a responsibility, but like I feel like everybody knows what they need to do that I don't really have to uh, portray that onto them. I'm there to be a leader to like demonstrate like how everything's supposed to go and stuff like that and I feel like I do a pretty good job in doing so. So I started making a lot more money as a shift lead and stuff like that and one talk that I was having with my dad was about a credit card. My dad was very skeptical about credit cards and stuff like that because he was once in debt with uh, his credit and stuff like that he's like Uh, You just got to know how to manage it and stuff like that. It's not going to be like that always and blah, blah, blah. So he was very hesitant on me getting a credit card myself. And you know what? I eventually went ahead and I went for it anyway. 
so I got a credit card. I know my dad was very like uh, worried about me having the credit card and stuff like that, but honestly, it helped me manage my money a little bit more because you know that's like money you don't have but you have, you know. So the concept of a credit card is so you can you know pay later type deal. I think my dad had the impression that I wasn't going to be good with my money. And honestly, I don't blame him. You know, he was panicked and scared because what he's gone through, he didn't want me to go through that, of course. One of my friend's boyfriends, actually, we were talking about credit cards one day. He had uh, stopped by and stuff like that. We were just talking about different credit cards and stuff like that. Homie said that, like, I have like four credit cards. I got the metal cards and all that stuff. I was like, wow, I'm still trying to get my own credit card and stuff like that. And let me tell you, Homie gave me some really good advice to boost up my credit score. I took his advice and I started doing that exactly, right? So this is the opportunity for me to build my credit score because it's very important because, you know, it's going to come in handy sooner or later. Let me tell you, the credit score thing that he showed me how to do and stuff like that definitely worked out a lot and it helped me manage my finances a lot better. The crazy thing about that is that it actually did work. Not saying it was like illegal or anything like that. It's very legit, you know. You just gotta be on top of your payments and like make certain transactions and stuff like that in order to balance it out, in order to get like uh, two uh, transactions that counted for the month in order to boost up your credit score, which is very, very helpful for people to know. That alone helped me manage like, like I said, my, uh, my finances and stuff like that and understanding how people actually use credit cards if you're smart with it. With that credit card, I was able to buy pretty much everything I wanted. A little fun fact about me, I love collecting Funko Pops. I have no idea why. I like little knickknacks here and there as well. I like uh, buying shoes and clothes as well. I'm not saying I'm a rich person, but just because I understood and took that opportunity to learn from somebody else that knows how to use a credit card helped me understand how I should be using my credit card, allowing me to buy the things I wanted. I've always been the type of person to be like, I want to pay things in full. Like, I hate doing payments and stuff like that. I'd rather pay it in full. With a credit card, you can pretty much pay it in full and just pay it back later, which is pretty much payments. But if you think about it, you're still paying it off, like, right then and there. But you'll take your own time to do so. So going back to, like, the education portion of my life, uh, I started doing more classes uh, for my journalism. And I was just like, damn, uh, what else can I do with it, right? I got introduced to Radio Laboratory, which you think it's like, damn, what, what am I going to be doing in this class? It's a lab. What, what do you do? So this class legit uh, grabbed me, put me in a chair, and was like, hey, you're broadcasting a live radio that we have on campus. During the time I took this class was during COVID, so it was like online classes and stuff like that. So I would have to do a lot of my recordings at home. Uh, some of the equipment that was borrowed, uh, was borrowed equipment that they had, uh, loaned me so I can do my, uh, my recordings at home. Very interesting way of how to integrate all that stuff because it was very hard for like, hey, how do you get like radio, like remote and not like, hey, we got to be there physically in the station, you know? So it was a transition for a lot of us. So during class for COVID, it was a lot of, uh, pre-recorded stuff and they'll, put it into the broadcast, like the live broadcast themselves. This course allowed me to learn like equipment, recording, audio, and a bunch of other stuff. 
this class just alone uh, helped me actually develop a liking for like broadcasting and actually starting my very own podcast. We're gonna skip like uh, to like a year ahead of that after COVID. So um, I'm looking for classes that I need to take and I found out that I'm able to take another elect. I need to take two electives in order to complete my minor in journalism. I'm not too sure if I was able to retake the class for the elective. I don't think I'm supposed to retaking it. I retook it, yes, because I probably got it confused with another class. But it gave me an opportunity to find out something else I developed the love for, actually. So if you were a returning student, you're able to take this class twice. So I'm technically taking it as an elective. But um, I took it again, and they're like, hey, you have knowledge, but now we were in physical class, and now we can actually be in the station and actually do live recordings, and you can actually do your own radio shows where you like grab the music, choose a genre that you want to do, and just play and do live uh audio edits and recording since i already had like the 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 knowledge to do the recording now it was just actually like being on the computer uh making my playlist making my announcements uh going off the dome pretty much reading off a script or making my own stuff it was uh pretty pretty intense at first but uh my professor really enjoyed the way i was like broadcasting and stuff like that he's like honestly it's your first time in here but i've trust you with all your stuff and I'm gonna leave you alone because he's like I feel like you have potential to do this as a second year in that class um I was able to stray away from like the first year activities and start doing like podcasting and stuff like that keep in mind I had already done my podcast with my boys so I already had a little bit of knowledge of how to use audacity and stuff like that but they were this time they were there to actually help and they're like hey we got a podcast uh studio that you can record in if you really needed to in my mind i thought journalism was just newspaper but then i got introduced to the world of radio and i was like wow that's pretty interesting i would rather honestly do that instead of writing a newspaper now not saying that i would turn down the idea if i were to work for a newspaper because i always thought i would kind of want to work for the newspaper but now radio is a big thing for me that i was like huh this is very interesting that i can actually do this now my aunt actually works for a radio station so she understands like everything that i'm doing and she said honestly if you need help with anything i can always ask her and stuff and there goes another opportunity that opened up for me closer to the end of the semester they had opened up the position to become a program manager which pretty much was just taking care of the station and like uh helping out the new upcoming students part of that class I applied for the position and I was like, you know what? Hey, maybe I can work two jobs because I kind of need the money just because I want to save a little bit more money on the side just for me personally because uh, my savings account was looking kind of sad. So I was like, uh, working at Jamba was like getting me to to work what I need to get everything paid. But I wasn't able to actually like take a chunk of that money and be like, yeah, it's going to go to my savings account. So I wanted another job just so I can just like grab that money and throw it into the savings account just to, you know, rainy days type deal. Very nervous and everything like that. Um, I did get the position. So I started working at the radio station maybe like a few weeks ago. Uh, but I actually didn't get the position that I applied for. They said that they saw that I can fit in a different uh, position so they uh, used the interview and application to uh, forward it to like the HR in order to uh, get me that other position which is a music director 
I'm a very big music person. I personally always have my headphones on me. I could never go out anywhere without them. And if I don't have them, I feel very naked or embarrassed because I don't know, just music runs my life. I listen to a variety of genres and stuff like that. If you guys want to know like specifically what I want to listen to, you guys can interact with me a little bit more. Just, you know, give me a little, you know, talk to me, interact with me. I'll give you more information about my stuff, like more personal life and stuff like that if you're really interested. Music director position is uh, pretty much I'm going to be listening to music, uh, giving it a thumbs up, thumbs down. If I like it, throw it onto the radio, make a new playlist so our radio can be fresh all the time. Uh, it's alternative music. It has a bunch of different genres that play at different hours. So it's just something fresh. It's a nonprofit, so we're not getting, um, we don't get direct money from it. So it's pretty cool because it's student ran. So I'm listening to music, uh, giving it a thumbs down, thumbs up all that um i also talk to like labels just to uh make sure we're good to have the stuff if we're not good to have the stuff i make connections that way too so i'm talking to like producers artists uh i get a lot of promotional stuff too which is very amazing because it's like oh the things you get like stickers and like posters it's uh it's pretty interesting because you get to meet a lot of different people and artists like I said, I like listening to a lot of different music, so I feel like me sitting down in my office listening to different time music is opening more of my diversity towards music. I pretty much sit in the office all day listening to music, and I don't really have to listen to music all the time, but I mean, I run on music, so that's what I'm doing all the time, even if it's my personal music or like music that's sent to us and stuff. So I'm just always in the zone with the music. At first, I was just like, oh, that's crazy that I didn't get this, like, the position I applied for. But they're like, nah, we see that you fit right here. So that that's what we want you to do. And if you don't want it, you can always deny it. I mean, you can always help out with other uh, things around the studio and stuff. Um, but this is going to be your main position because they saw that I fit there. I said, let's do it. Honestly, I like the radio. I like what I was doing. I like the, doing the broadcast, making the announcements, making scripts, uh, talking to people. So I was just like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do something new. Never imagined myself being in an office and enjoying it. I enjoy being in an office right now. It's a lot different than standing for like almost eight hours just making smoothies. I really enjoy this job right now. And it's only a part-time job, so I can't even work as much, but I wish I can just probably work there full-time too. I definitely feel like I have a lot to bring to the table when it comes to like just inputting my own like thoughts and expressions to like when it comes to like a workplace i have a very creative mindset i like being artistic so that helps me to develop more opportunities to be like hey i can also do this though you know so the cool thing is i, I can always help out in other uh departments too like in within the studio i can help create a logo i can help uh, organize music i can help the the broadcasters who are coming in to learn uh, since I have experience with podcasting now, I kind of understand because I bought myself a audio interface, so I'm understanding that now. That's what I'm currently using. So I can help out like incoming students or like anybody who wants to learn like podcasting and stuff like that because that's what I'm currently doing. I like teaching people because it allows me to see like how much I retained and how much I can like uh, develop another person's understanding to like something. My goal in life is to be able to work until my name actually means something.
I'm not saying that my name doesn't mean anything, but I want to be able to grab my name and put it onto something and be like, hey, yeah, this is me. You know, you guys know me because of this. I don't want to be famous, but I want to be known. I want to be able to express everything that I've been through, like all my experiences mentally, physically, and emotionally. I'm only 23, not saying that I've been through a lot, but I can say that I've been through a handful of things that you guys might relate to as well. When my parents got divorced, I honestly thought I was the only kid in the world that had divorced parents. When I moved up to college, let me tell you, a lot of my friends have divorced parents, and it's kind of crazy to see that. I've seen some things, I've been through some things that I can probably tell you stories on and on about. But this is my opportunity to offer some advice to give you guys more opportunities to open up your eyes, open up your mind, open up like your heart sometimes. Like I said, I want to be the gateway for you guys to find yourself and be able to be like, yeah, I'm able to do this, you know, make things possible. I want to be able to make you guys into tenacious people. I know life is going to get difficult sometimes and sometimes you just feel like you just can't or you you don't even want to do anything about it. But I want you to know that you have a grip on life, no matter if it's hard. Opportunities are what drives our life right now. You're going to be very hesitant to decide, is this a good opportunity or is it a bad opportunity? Take time to think about it. There's no rush to choose up on an opportunity. It's either you take it or you don't. It's one or the other. There's no rush into it. Let me put it to you this way. If an opportunity was meant to be, let's say if you left it, it'll come back to you. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but it will. If you want to jump into it because you know it's like a firm decision, go with your gut. Go with your heart go with your mind at the end of the day it's your life and you get to decide what happens i'm trying to promote my podcast a little bit more just because i want to be that outlet that you guys are able to gain opportunities from just by listening to me i'm trying to give you guys the opportunity to listen and receive it's up to you guys if you want to like take what i say you know it can go out uh go in one ear and go out the other but if it's going through your ear it's going to go through your brain so just think about that Pick and choose what you want to hear. But at the end of the day, what you choose to hear is what your heart's going to feel. I really do appreciate you guys listening to my podcast and supporting me. If you want to have more interactions, I now have uh, Instagram and also TikTok if you guys are interested in doing that. Unbroken Tenacity, all my social media platforms. I was finally able to work everything out with Apple. So I am streaming on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Unbroken Tenacity. As always, episodes will release every 8th of the month. I hope you guys continue this journey with me. I'm learning a lot of stuff just by podcasting. I'm also, uh, it's an outlet for me to express myself the way I want to and like reaching out to like different varieties of people. As always, be smooth and I'll see you when I see you. One, two, three, it's over.